Hello and welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. We are super excited to be releasing this extra special episode today. So this is our first birthday episode and we're marking the occasion by welcoming our first ever guest onto the podcast. We can't really believe that we've been in business a whole year already. Um, Our birthday is officially Sunday the 1st of May and we are so so proud of our first year as Zebra and so excited for this episode. Ah we really are. So Mary Perry joined us as our first guest. She is a fabulous client of ours and she is such an epic businesswoman. Um, Mary shares so much interesting and really valuable information in this episode for you guys. So she's really paving the way for women in a male dominated industry. So please do take a listen. Let us know what you think. As always, it was honestly so much fun to record. So please enjoy. Hello, and today we are joined by our first ever guest to the Joys of Marketing podcast, and we are so excited, if you can't already tell. Um, We've just been having a lovely chat before we hit record on this one, so I hope you all say hello to Mary Perry of ME Marketing and Events. So Mary is here to have a chat with us about all things business, and we also want to spotlight women in business, particularly for this episode, and just the power of women supporting women. So we have had the pleasure of working with Mary for about nine months now. And wow, what a brilliant nine months it's been working with her. It's been super lush. Um, So let's kick off, which makes sense, by starting to get to know Mary and her business a little bit more. So first of all, Mary, say hi and tell us a little bit about you and how your business started. Hi, hi everyone. I am super excited um, to be featuring on this amazing podcast with these two amazing ladies. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a while working with you guys. So um, obviously I will introduce for all these people that don't know. Um, so basically my business helps agricultural machinery uh, businesses with sort of a varied range of marketing. Um, a lot of the work that I do is social media management, um, editorial pieces, sort of press releases, and things like that Um, I've sort of started to invest a bit more in technology um, to provide sort of better content creation for those clients and for that social media and editorial so that's obviously like photography stuff and a bit more into video footage and which is sort of a newer part of my business um, over the last 12 months Um, so yeah I suppose like how did it all start Um, like most people yes I was in the throes of full-time employment um, and um, I kind of thought, is this for me? Like, am I, is this what I'm destined to be doing? Um, I think I've always thought I was going to have my own business. Um, it's always something I think my family have always thought I was going to do and my friends. So, yeah, I was sort of working 
And I got approached by a couple of different um, businesses just asking for a bit of support with their marketing. Um, so I thought, oh, that's a bit, bit of extra, bit of extra work on the side, you know, something I enjoy and an industry I love. Um, so I, yeah, I just started doing a little bit of um, sort of social media, like designing sort of work for people, very ad hoc. Um, and um, these were all specific uh, businesses in agricultural machinery. So again, yeah, it was sort of very much my passion. Um, so immediately I was like, oh, maybe there's something to look into here. Um, so I did start to do a little bit more research. Um, I'm lucky enough that sort of I've grown up around agriculture. Um, my husband is in machinery, so we're very much in the throes of it all the time. So um, to do the research, it was it was fairly easy. Um, but yeah, I looked into the marketplace and I sort of noticed um, a bit of a gap um, specifically in ag machinery dealerships where they didn't really have um, a lot of in-house marketing. Um, so I basically, yeah, I suppose to cut a long story short, um, I kind of left my full-time employment and I only had two clients um, and one of them was not in agricultural machinery purely because I needed some of that work to sort of kick myself off and get going. Um, and so, yeah, I just had about two days a week of work to start with, which might sound absolutely crazy, maybe a little bit crazy. Um, but yeah, I sort of have built up from there. And um, yeah, I was sort of uh, very proud that uh, my business has been going for a couple of years now. So so, yeah, in a nutshell, I would say, yeah, that's how it all began. <laughs> wow, that is so powerful. We love that. Just that you always had this feeling that you were were going to run a business one day and thank goodness you did because your business is absolutely brilliant um, and you absolutely should be so proud but if just for a moment we can touch on some of the struggles that you faced along the way as well because you know we know that agri is a very male dominated industry and we know that you are super passionate about women in business and women in agriculture so what challenges have you faced um would you say over the past couple of years in in doing what you do yeah definitely um you're so right in terms of agri and sort of agricultural machinery specifically being so male dominated um, I have obviously, like I said, grown up in it and grown up in a world where obviously, yes, a lot of men and male figures and stuff like that, which I've always enjoyed sort of learning. And, and that's my practical approach. I think that's where that comes from a lot of the time. But um, when I really started to get into the sector and working in the sector, um, I really started to notice um, some struggles um, a lot of it being sort of not being taken seriously by people. Um, so I originally um, started, I suppose my properly um, sort of relative career was um, with a machinery dealership doing their marketing. Um, and um, yeah, I sort of, yeah, in an employed role, I definitely had instances um, where I was just not even given the time of day or, you know, just kind of like your opinion wasn't valid as much as maybe one of the more, well, one of the male employees would have been. Um, and um, yeah, it would sort of have been maybe, yeah, sort of thrown out a little bit or not considered um, as much as I would have liked to. 
Um, I did do a little bit of a stint um, out in sort of the field where I was sort of selling on the road. Um, and um, yeah, I did actually have one instance where I went to a farm um, because I'd taken over an area from a gentleman who'd been on it for a long time. And um, yeah, I went on farm and I had to price up some flower parts um, for the farmer. And he didn't even didn't even speak to me, just saw me and completely told me that I had no idea what I was doing and that he didn't want to listen to what I had to say so basically I was sort of even kicked off the farm I suppose not even had chance to um you know prove that I knew what I was doing and that I was in that position for a reason so I think I've always felt um that I've had to prove myself more so I always feel like I have to overcompensate so for a piece of information that say a male counterpart would know I feel like I have to know it 10 times over and this and that about it and left right up down whatever I can just to you know sort of overcompensate for for the fact that I am a woman and you know, at the end of the day, there's so much, there's so many more women now in the industry. Um, and I am so, so proud that there are some really great, great women in very high ranking positions in ag machinery. Um, but, you know, it has taken a long time to get there. I remember doing my placement back when I was at John Deere and even my boss at the time, he was even saying we need to have more women in high ranking positions. And that's the sort of attitude that we need. It's not we're not trying to be a, um, you know, him and her, or we're not trying to divide um, sort of gender like that, but it, it is naturally because of the industry going to have a bit of a bearing um, because it's always been so male dominated. So yeah, not good. I, I never like to feel that I'm like, poor me, I'm a woman in agriculture, but I always think that um, naturally there's definitely been that sort of, yeah, I suppose attitude um, that women sort of maybe don't know as much or, or whatever, or can't jump on that piece of machinery, but it's definitely getting better. Um, and I think as well, for the fact that I've been in business a couple of years now, I've proved myself a little bit more. Um, clients have seen what I can do. Um, and also I've made sure that every opportunity I've taken to get practical with machinery, like driving it and, you know, learning a little bit more about the, the nuts and the bolts that um, I've tried to do that so that I can, again, overcompensate, but showcase that I am sort of, I have the knowledge and that I do have the sort of, yeah, the now to get out there and learn as well. Because um, I don't know every Thing. there's so much more to learn um so yeah it's definitely been been a struggle but also there's a nice community now of more women getting into the industry so that sort of helped I think with my confidence definitely yeah I think as women in particular we tend to have this tendency to doubt ourselves a little and to do the whole you know overcompensating and want to prove ourselves but even more so is it amplified when you are in an industry that's male dominated but it's so positive to hear that you know change is happening and there is a lot of progress being made a lot of women in in the industry now like yourself but some of that must have you know really built up resilience are there any you've touched on a couple of things but are there any examples in particular where you know you've faced something that has maybe made you recognize on reflection that resiliency that's been built that comes to mind um, yeah, I suppose um, there's definitely some a lot of experience, I think, that's sort of built up um, a level of resilience. 
Um, like I said, I always make sure that I do my research. So if I'm ever in a situation where I do, you know, come across resistance from someone, I can make sure I put them at ease um, and that they know what I'm talking about. And uh, as much as there is that, um, you know, pushback sometimes because they're a woman, also it's about us taking that and making control of the situation and making that person feel that they are in the right hands and they are in front of the right person. So um, obviously always make sure I'm doing that. But I think the resilience for me has definitely come from those practical experiences and the opportunities I've had to thrive um, and show what I can really do. Like I said, those sort of practical hands on um, sort of experiences. So like when I worked at John Deere UK, um, I was sort of randomly asked if I could um, drive one of the tractors for grassland, um, for Irish grassland and UK grassland. Um, I'd had no opportunity to practice. Obviously, I'd driven machinery, but I'd never raked in my life. I'd never used a rake. Um, so I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Um, so I went back home, contacted a local contractor um, and I was like, please, can I just come and drive the tractor and rake? Just can you teach me a little bit? And, you know, just to try and again, like put the control back in my hands um, and try and get some some extra sort of seat time before I had to go and do it in front of loads of people. Um, it was obviously still very nerve wracking. Um, and at the time, specifically in the Irish grassland, it was very much like, oh, my gosh, there's a woman sitting in that tractor. What is going on? Um, and in a way, it was nerve wracking, but I kind of was very, very proud of myself. And it made me very like, yeah, check me out. Like, look at me. I am doing it and I'm doing a good job. So yeah, I was determined. Uh, that made me very determined. And then for the next one, which was the UK one, it sort of built my confidence. Um, but it also made me realise that even faced with a challenge that maybe I hadn't you know, been faced with before and that was new to me, I can do it. Um, if I put my mind to it, it's one of those things, you know, I know we've touched on um, with um, with the sort of coaching is putting yourself in your in, outside of that comfort zone. And, and, you know, like as much as it's absolutely terrifying, it's probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me. And it's helped me with my sort of career moving forward. Definitely. Yeah. And also it does shape you. And I know that sounds a bit woo woo, but those experiences massively do shape you and they shape the way you then deal with future experiences. So even though in that moment they perhaps feel quite icky or outside of your comfort zone, those are the things that do help us grow. And, and that's clearly absolutely what you've done. And, you know, we know how passionate you are about this industry and just how much you want to be in it, but also that you want to make a change so you're continually wanting to make agri more acceptable for women in agri and, and for in that industry and so we know we've talked to you about this but also please share with our listeners like what your plans are for making women in agri more of a more of a thing and also more commonplace basically and what your plans are for that and how you see your part playing in it yeah I think um like sort of more aware of um being like I said a lot more people in these higher ranking positions um, and sort of like really lucky that um, a lot of the positions that I've been in um, I've managed to gain contacts with some of those really key ladies um, so I really want to start some form of group I think like more of a place where we can discuss you know our experiences and ways that a lot of these ladies have overcome any adversity they've come across which I know they have um, and I know they still get a hard time and I know that they're you know they're all so so strong in the way that they come across you know I know a lady who is a, you know an MD for a big machine company and that's incredible like that's amazing managing all these men and I'm sure you know the adversity she must come across day to day um 
so yeah I think it'd be great to be able to all share our experiences and I think it would help a lot more women who might not be confident to start a career in this industry um just just help them a little bit and um sort of help them on that journey um because I think yeah we definitely need to promote more women not just in agricultural machinery but in agriculture in general um I think it's definitely um important because the more the merrier um and there's you know there's so much work out there for all of us whether it's in full-time employment or working for yourself so I think that um it would be so good to have some sort of discussion group and where wherever that goes from that um into you know whether that would be more you know getting together or you know speaking you know in more of a sort of common I don't know a show or in a seminar or things like that I think that that would that would be something I definitely would like to explore yeah and it's going to be awesome because like you said it's probably going to evolve and evolve and evolve and we work with other clients who are who are women in agri and we know how much they benefit from that community and again it comes back to you know that women supporting women and just how empowering it is when we build one another up rather than tear one another down and make sure that we are one big community with a place for everyone isn't it you know there'll be people doing exactly the same as you but they're not you and you're not them so there is place for everyone and so that's so so exciting that that's on the cards and we're looking forward to helping you get that up and running and and shouting about it from the rooftops so yeah that's going to be awesome um but we just want to talk to you now as well about reflection because we talk to you a lot about this anyway um you probably think god they harp on about this all the time <laughs> because we just know how powerful it is to reflect whether that's whether you've been in business one year two years ten years reflecting just makes so much difference in the way you move your business forward but also how you look at your bigger picture the way you set goals and it's just so much more encouraging when you look at how far you've come and see those milestones really so if we were to ask you now how much do you think your business has changed since you started and and how has it evolved just to this current day Wow. Um, big question. So much. It has evolved so much. Um, I am just, I think I'm in awe of how much it has changed and how much it has evolved. Um, you know, again, I was that typical person, which, um, you know, I know we've spoke about a lot in our sessions is just struggling with that confidence and, um, and sort of believing in yourself, you know, that imposter syndrome and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I was just getting work, I was just, you know, wanting to earn some money. And my, my ultimate goal was as long as I can earn the same or more of what I was when I was employed, then that is that is correct. That is what I need to be doing. Um, you know, so that was sort of literally how I started. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just like trying to get any work that I could. It wasn't necessarily specific to what I, you know, the industry, um, at the time and things like that. So, um, I was the yes girl. I was, you know, didn't want to leave any inquiry on the table. So yeah, it's definitely evolved from that point. I mean, I've completely niched down, um, into my specific industry, but I think, you know, and, and, well basically it all sort of started when I was really worked with you guys is just you know I I was still working with those people that weren't my ideal clients um and having time to sort of be a bit confident and like you said reflect on not just where it's come from but where I want it to go um really really showed me that it was important that I had to streamline my client base um and basically yeah just feel a lot more confident in saying no to people um who weren't my ideal client because 
I've done those things and as much as it was scary to do I they you know they were the best things I've done I mean I've completely I'm completely working in ag machinery um, and that is obviously what I want to be doing and I'm working in an industry that I love that I know about that I'm knowledgeable about and that's ultimately going to be of great benefit to the client but also of benefit to my business because I can attract more people in that industry by specifically being I suppose um yeah sort of an expert in my industry um when I first started I was definitely just said to people yeah I just do a bit of freelance yeah I'm just a freelancer and now I like people ask me I'm like yeah I own my own business like I am a businesswoman um and I just like for me my confidence um has just grown so so much because I am proud of what I've done and I think a lot of that you know we've I've made mistakes along the way and again having that chance to reflect on those and you know deal with them and and sort of yeah, find find a way that is going to help me rather than pull me down has been really, really important. So I think, um, honestly, in the last, I would say probably the last 12 to 18 months, it's just, it's just really, really changed. I have stopped being that, just saying yes to every single piece of work because it was money and really, really making myself um, and putting myself in a position of being an expert in that field. And that's all come from, you know, looking back at where I've gone wrong or looking back at what actually has not really worked. And then also, again, like you said, reflecting on where do I want this business to go and what do I want to be doing in five years time? And, and that's so important. And I really neglected that um, to start with. And I think that, it's completely changed my mindset it's completely changed the way that my business is structured um just by you know having that time you know we all do the thing where we're just constantly work 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 oh my gosh I just need to do this client work and you never really take time to think about these things and just to have that time to do it has been invaluable definitely yeah you are absolutely proof that when you start to say no things that you to things that you aren't aligned with that doors and opportunities really do open and also the power and the transformation that can happen when you do really step into that CEO seat and you know start to do that that real work on the business like you say rather than always being in your business which is so so easy to do as business owners but your business has grown so much over you know this last few months this last year it really has. And we know that you're working with a lot more of your dream clients, those, you know, those people that you really do want to work with, that you love working with. What would you what would you say has been your biggest achievement in terms of, you know, dream work, ideal clients, do you think? Um, that's a hard one because I've had lots of great things happen and um, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but a lot of hard work has gone in behind the scenes as well. Um, I have been really grateful for the opportunity I've had with Bagma, who is an industry specific sort of platform. Um, they run a print magazine um, for their members. Um, and basically, um, I have just secured my fourth cover story for them, um, which I'm going to do in the next few months. So that's something that um, sort of has happened from purely networking and um, and just being them being aware of me in the industry as well. So that's something I'm really, really proud of because it combines a lot of the activities I really enjoy um, about what I offer, which is the editorial sort of side of things. Um, so I love that. Um, I love, um, you know, sort of the fact that I've had a manufacturer sort of work. So I've, I sort of focused in on being sort of a dealer support and a machinery dealer support. But I've had, 
you know, a couple manufacturers come on board and, um, and again, that's such a different business structure, but I'm learning all the time and it's nice to have that opportunity um, to work with them. So, yeah. And also like the, the fact that, you know, I don't just deal with UK people. Like I'm dealing with um, Germ Germ like Germany, I'm dealing with a client in New Zealand. And to me, that just blows my mind. Like it's, you know, I never would have thought that would have happened. So um, yeah, I think, um, I think they're definitely sort of the main sort of I'd say client slash work but I'm also probably going to be a bit cheeky and say money um you know like I earn more now than I ever did when I was in an employed role um which you know I never dreamed of being able to earn what I'm earning now I mean I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and buy my Jaguar F-Pace tomorrow but I'm saying vision board but I'm saying that um you know it's um I'm in a much better position I feel like you know, I, ne I I wouldn't be earning what I am now if I was in an employed role. And just to be able to use that to invest in my business, um, you know, not just going out for lunches every time, every day, but just a bit like using that money to have a better camera and to invest in better things that are going to provide better services for my clients um, is such an achievement, um, you know, just to keep building and evolving um, and thinking outside the box and all of that, you know, unfortunately does need investment. So um, being able to do that, I'm in a very, very, you know, lucky position that I have that, um, you know, but like I said, a lot of hard work goes in um, behind the scenes and uh, as much as, you know, we've all been there, we all sort of self-employed, everybody just thinks you go out for lunch every day and you don't really do a lot of work, but, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes in behind the scenes and it's, you know, we're not just doing the work we're doing the admin we're doing the marketing we're doing you know all those different things so so yeah I, I definitely think that my biggest achievement is just getting here as well you know it's um and and I'm so proud of like you know what my thoughts are for going forward and things that I've planned for sort of the next year or so 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 yeah I think I'd say there's probably quite a lot there then <laughs> it's all so so incredible you know just if we can have a fangirl moment you really have you know achieved so much but you have as you said put the work in and the success in where you are is absolutely deserved and so many exciting things to come but over you know over this past few months 12 months or so you've also pivoted and as you've touched on niched as well a lot more even when you know that has meant having to part ways with some clients that haven't fitted your niche and we know that that is a scary thing to do it's a big decision to make um but it does make you more aligned. Is that kind of how you feel about those situations? And, you know, how else has it made you feel, you know, having to sometimes part ways with someone that you actually really like, but aren't necessarily your niche or where you're going? Yeah, I think it's a really tough one because um, before working with yourselves, I definitely was like, no, I can never do that. I can, you know, I can get, we always touch on the thing of saying, you know, leaving money on the table and all that sort of stuff. But um, when I sort of started to, to you know, niche down and, and and sort of go down that route of making me a specific to ag machinery and you know you guys are saying something's going to come along and, and it was like, no, surely not. And it does and it happens and it's like, 
you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're right. Like, <laughs> just, uh, you know, it's just such a sigh of relief for me um, because I obviously want the best for my clients, um, but I also want the best for my business. And I think for those ag machinery clients that I deal with, the best for them is for me to be specific to that industry because I'm, spe- I'm not spending my time spread you know, amongst, you know, completely different industries, trying to know what's going on and trying to keep up to date with the news and sort of politics that's going on in there and, you know, situations and stuff. And I'm, I know what's going on in ag machinery. I know that that is what my passion is. I know that's what my experience is in. So I know that that's going to benefit, benefit them. Um, there's obviously always a risk um, with becoming, you know, with, with trying to sort of niche down. Um, but I always, kind of thing my parents always say you don't get anywhere in life without a little bit of risk um so as much as I get nervous but yeah it's um you know I know I know that this is the industry I'm supposed to be in um I know it makes sense um and I have so many more contacts now as well um and by niching down again um going to these industry specific shows and being involved in industry specific events that is you know helping me again and helping those clients so um but yeah I just I think you know I've parted ways with some clients that I that I just don't fit with their business anymore and I was you know happy to say that um that for me I didn't feel like the right fit and that wasn't fair on them um because I just wanted to do the best for them and and that ultimately meant, meant that they did have a lot of respect for my decision um you know I've never parted ways with anyone in a nasty way it's always been amicable um so you know I definitely think that that's we've got a level of respect um you know whether I can recommend someone who I think is better suited or things like that so um so yeah it's been it's definitely been really sort of a scary concept um that I you know sort of I suppose it's nothing you like to do but I've always been pleasantly surprised that the client's come back and said you know I really respect that decision and you are trying to do what's best you know for us so it has been a great thing for the business and I think that now I'm sort of you know in the last sort of two months I'm really in a position where I'm totally working with people that I really want to work with Um, and that makes you know me want to sit at my desk and get up in the morning so that's important too. Yeah, and it isn't easy. Like we're not, you know, when we when we talked you through it, we knew that it wasn't going to be an easy conversation. It wasn't easy to even plan out, and of course, then executing that conversation. But you know, you're completely right. When you do it with the ethos and values of your business, that's what's important. Being able to communicate in a way that you're still helping that client find another solution to their problem another person another company to work with you're still leaving them in capable hands with with good advice and with good suggestions and you've always done that with such pride and such a good way of communicating with them so yeah you should be proud of yourself for doing it because it isn't easy but it definitely helps you to attract more of those dreamy clients and we honestly Mary love working with you so much it's honestly been a joy to coach you um we've had your coaching calls booked in the calendar and it's always like oh my gosh Mary's up next it's been fab and you are so dedicated to working on your mindset even though we know the mindset stuff was totally new and you know something that you hadn't done a lot of before but you've always worked on the mindset take taken the intentional action and just generally leveled up your business you've done all those things that we've talked to you about communicated with you you've been so dedicated to our coaching program so thank you very much but 
what has it been like working with Zebra for the last nine months or so? And you can be completely honest here. That's fine. Oh, here we go. No, joking. <laughs> um, it's been such a pleasant surprise. Um, I think, um, I mean, coaching is never something I saw myself doing. Um, but then I suppose I've never really explored it. You know, I've never really been... I've probably never been open to it because of, it's just never something I've really been aware of um, or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I don't think um, it's sort of I, don't, I think it's never something I thought that I was doing my business. But then it's made me really realize how important, um, you know, it is that all these changes that I've made um, has been probably as a result from doing, you know, my coaching with you. So I think it's it's been really great to have um, the different sort of things that we've worked on, but obviously working with two women has been really, really great. Um, you know, two sort of strong women who have, you know, been in industry um, and sort of understand, you know, maybe the struggles and understand um, a lot of the stuff that I go through as not only a person in marketing, a person in business, you know, a woman going self-employed, like, you know, it does, you understand sort of where I'm coming from. And so with that, you get, you, you know, the, the things that we work on are so relative um, rather than you being like, well, how can I make that make sense for my own business? Like it's always very relative. Um, but I 100% would not have had the confidence um, to make some of the changes um, to my business without without you guys. Like niching down in my clients and, you know, things like making decisions to up my prices or making decisions to part ways with with certain people and stuff I would never have done without without you guys and honestly the that is going to help my business move forward so much and just level up and um, but it's also helped my life you know just like sometimes your your business is you think it's in the right place and you never sort of take yourself out and think of the bigger picture or think of you know actually where is this going or what do I want to do in the future um and you know little bits and bobs of ideas and and stuff that I could implement to help my business and you know I've I never ever said I mean I remember I think it was one of the first VIP days I think I said I'm never gonna I'm never gonna have anyone work like employ me and like employ someone or work with me because like I'm always gonna work on my own da, 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 da. and now I have you know um a lovely free well I suppose yeah she's a business owner as well and um she does you know some work with me on my sort of admin invoicing social media so that's like again I was like no I'll never do that and and it's been the best help and again wouldn't have done that without you know with the out the advice from you so um it's helped me find definitely a balance in my life I've realized that you know it's it's not just all about the money and the saying yes to everything and being like oh my gosh I just need to earn as much as possible it's also about um you know having that time to reward yourself or to you know have a bit of time off and and again get that inspiration back because I just found I was at a point where I was just burnt out and I wasn't making the right decisions for the business I was just literally work 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 and it was my the fact that I was completely burnt out was affecting my business and it's in a completely different place now um to what it was when I sort of first started you know I it makes me feel like I'm not guilty for booking a holiday or for going out for lunch or things like that. Because at the end of the day, working for yourself is hard and it is okay to do those things. Um, I was really, really bad at finding the balance before. Um, and my stress levels were through the roof and, you know, it was affecting like my home life and, you know, relationship with my husband and, you know, just things like that. And I just think it's been so 
so beneficial just to have that sort of mindset of it is okay to have that balance and you don't just because you work for yourself you don't need to work 24 hours a day like you don't have to work Saturday Sunday and it's you know I can turn my phone off put my out of office on my emails and I make sure I have that time off and I 100% never did that before so it's just yeah it's not just helped the business it's helped me and like that's sort of what I can you know in turn helping me is going to help my business so you know it's going to be it it has been of great benefit um and yeah just going forward it's just made me think so much about where I want my business to be and I never really had the time to do that before yeah balance is such a key word it's a word that we use a lot and you know we're we're all only human and at the end of the day especially as a business owner you're what goes on personally and your home life and your work life, they do end up crossing over. I think even more so when you do run a business and it is all about finding that balance and really finding what does work for you, which is different for each person as well, but it's just about figuring it all all out and how it works for you and how you're going to find that balance. But how does all of that make you feel about your business? Like in terms of, you know, do you feel in control you you've got quite a good balance now like you say and more of a plan for that business growth as well like able to look forwards a bit more yeah definitely I think my confidence is one of the things I can 100% say has has you know done a 180 it's just um, I mean before I just never really thought I was doing the right thing I felt like I was kind of coasting a little bit I was just kind of oh, just kind of just doing a little bit of work for myself. Is it going to work out? I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. You know, just the confidence in the future of it. I was never really like, you know, I suppose, I like I said, I was just kind of, yeah, just see it flying by the seat of my pants, seeing what sort of happened. And, you know, now I would say I'm in control, um, definitely in control. Uh, I'm doing more of that, that work on the business so that I can have those plans for the future and on where I want it to go and, and opening my mind up to sort of more ideas and, and being able to sort of, you know, implement different things and, and setting goals, you know, like, we all like around, you know, New Year's resolution or whatever and things like that. But just, you know, I've I've always done things like that and then never stuck to them. But, you know, goals, just like business goals and and then being able to achieve them and tick them off the list. Just that feeling of thinking, oh, my gosh, I've actually achieved this. And, you know, that's had such a bearing um, on my growth as well, because you think, well, if I can achieve that, then I can achieve this next goal and I can keep setting, you know, these sort of goals for the future. So the yeah the control is definitely more there and I feel like definitely like I said I just feel a little bit more like of a boss and that I'm looking at the business rather than just doing a little bit of freelance work here and there and paying the bills you know this is I'm strategically looking at things and you know trying to think outside the box but and that helps with having a bit more free mind space to think of different ideas and um and get a bit more creative rather than just being on the sort of rat race all the time so um so yeah it's it's made me feel a hundred times better than I did before yeah that space for creativity is just so important and taking that time to really like we've said work on your business the ideas flow the plans get made and that's really where the magic happens so there's probably a few people listening out there who were where you were in terms of working with a coach in that it 
hasn't really been something they've considered, perhaps hadn't really pictured themselves working with one, um, aren't too sure about it, you know, how it works and so forth. And we were absolutely there as well a few years ago before we, you know, embarked on our first coach. And now it's, you know, something we absolutely would not be without because even as coaches, we need coaches. Um, so I guess the kind of golden buzzer question, which hopefully we hopefully we can guess the answer to, is just for those people who might be thinking, like, I just do not know, does this actually work? Like, I can't picture myself with a coach. Would you recommend having a business coach to people? Yeah, I, I definitely would. I think um, I was sceptical and I hold my hands up and say that because, again, like, you know, in the industry I'm in and stuff like that, it didn't seem very like natural to be like, I'm going to go and have some business coaching. Like, I don't know. I don't know whether that was just my sort of naivety or whatever, but in, I was definitely skeptical just because it did seem in the beginning, like, is this really going to benefit my business? You know, is this really going to help? Um, but yeah, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. And I think, yeah, for anyone with a small business um, or working on your own, um, it's such a great resource to have. Um, you know, we really do get stuck in our ruts. And I just think that, yeah, the, I definitely have struggled with not having anyone to sort of bounce, bounce things off or just help me see the bigger picture um, for, for my business. And um, yeah, I think we sort of do ourselves out of, you know, sort of opening up to having more business or having better things happen for us just because we need to kind of get stuck in those little ruts. Um, so yeah, I, I 100% would. I think I've, um, I've definitely been proved wrong. Um, and um, it's just, it's just really helped me in ways like I, you know, some of the activities we've done, like seeing my perfect day and like all that sort of stuff. It's just, really helped me to sort of see the future of what I want and before I couldn't see past you know next month or you know just the work I was doing for the next few weeks and and that's not the point of having your own business you know at the end of the day I I took this decision because I want it to work and I want it to have longevity so um to be able to have the support of you know two really strong women as well um just to sort of champion your wins but help you when you're having those down times as well and help you think outside the box of when you know you are in a bit of a rut with your business and you're not quite sure what to do um it's definitely been massively beneficial because you know when you're working on your own you just you kind of can get just spiral you know spiral down into I actually have no idea what I'm doing but um yeah I think it's it's a level of support that I probably didn't think I needed but I definitely did that's good to hear <laughs> yay <laughs> um but talking of future plans um what is actually on your goals list at the moment and what plans have you got for ME marketing within the next six to twelve months they're a good question. Um, so yeah, I think um, there's a couple of things that I would love to, you know, try and implement in the next sort of six to 12 months. Like I said before, um, I'd like to, you know, get into sort of a network of people together, you know, women in, in ag and things like that to try and uh, create a bit of a community. Um, but I'm also looking um, to work on some different offerings. So a lot of the work I do is obviously just you know, work directly sort of for the clients and whatever they need and things like that. Whereas I want to look into maybe offering um, some sort of, you know, even training or something like that um, that can support specifically other people in this industry that 
might have just got a job at a dealership um, and, you know, don't really know the right things to market at different times and stuff like that. So that's sort of what I'm kind of looking into. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of have in the back of my mind that I want to start a blog, um, which uh, I'm sort of still, still, you know, trying to do. <laughs> but I um, Yeah, just to sort of get together those thoughts again, like we said before about the people in industry and adversity that we've been like we've been faced with. So um, that's definitely another thing I'd like to do. And I've got, you know, that more time to do that now that I've, you know, sort of given a bit of work over to someone else and, and also niche down with my clients. But um, I mean, ideally, you know, I want to keep my clients streamlined. And um, that's something that I definitely, you know, want to make sure uh, keeps happening in the future. I need to make sure that I don't backtrack and I don't just say yes to random stuff. Um, but that I definitely keep it, you know, sort of quality over quantity. Um, I think that's definitely something I need to keep in the forefront. Um, and yeah, get a holiday, <laughs> get a holiday in there. That would be, that would be nice. Um, so yeah, I think there's some exciting plans, which I, again, never would have thought of them being things I would do if it wasn't for the sort of soundboarding with you guys. So much yes to the holiday. <laughs> But it definitely sounds like there are so many exciting plans. And you just touched on this exercise and establishing what your perfect day is. So just thinking of those plans and goals you've just mentioned, are they aligned with that perfect day that you, you know, that you picture and that you visualize? Yeah, definitely. I think um, a lot of my perfect day is sort of about, you know, where I am and my surroundings, but how I'm spending my time as well. And I think by making these changes and sort of trying to implement some of these plans going forward, that's going to get me closer, you know, to my perfect day. Um, but also just being mindful again of, of what that is and, you know, do have those little bits and bobs that just make it a perfect day, you know, um, just to try and uh, just help along the way. But I think some of the bigger, the bigger plans that I'd like for the future, which would be, you know, my perfect working day. And um, these sort of moves are going to, are going to help me get there for sure. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you so, so much for joining us, Mary. I, feel like we could chatter away all day um but we have reached the end of this episode um it's been amazing and honestly we've loved every minute of this and as I say I feel like we could continue on <laughs> but just before we do go um and just before you do go please please tell everybody where they can find you how can people get in touch with you where are you hanging out online <laughs> where am I hanging out um so um yeah so my uh, my Instagram and Facebook is all me marketing and events um as is my website so you can find me all in the same you know it's all in the same layout me marketing and events a and d in word form um and um yeah I mean if you go on my website I would absolutely love to chat and um, pick up the phone you know get my mobile number off there and um if there's anyone even if you don't want to chat about working with me and you know just sort of chat about maybe helping me with my women in industry or things like that so um so yeah definitely uh check anything I'm doing out give me a cheeky follow on Instagram and I'll follow you back so uh yeah no it's uh it's been really great thank you so much for having me and I really really enjoyed it and thank you for everything that you've done for me and for my business
Oh, amazing. Well, as we said, thank you so much for joining us today. And definitely everybody listening, go over and follow Mary on her social media channels. Um, definitely do that. And thank you for listening. And we will speak to you soon. Bye. 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 So we hope you loved that episode, but just before you go, we wanted to let you know that in celebration of our first birthday, we are hosting a completely free three-day challenge from Tuesday the 3rd of May until Thursday the 5th of May over in our Facebook group. So this challenge is for you if you are ready to gain clarity on your next steps nail your mindset to attract those dreamy clients and scale so that you can be more profitable and importantly have a business that you love oh my gosh i'm so excited for this free challenge it's completely designed to give you the power and the confidence to attract more of those dream clients and sales whilst mastering your mindset and giving you the actions you need to continue to grow your business. So if you want to sign up, you can use the link in our show notes or simply head to our Instagram at Coaching by Zebra for all the details. We really hope you can join us. It's going to be super action packed with epic results. So see you there.